It's time for Love Talk with the Lovelies, Kathy, Carrie, and Marley. Hello, friends, and welcome to Love Talk. You have found the Love Ladies right here on The Bridge Austin, Central Texas Christian Talk Radio, where we are building bridges of love and leadership. I tell you what, we are so grateful that you are with us today. I've just got to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Gavin. He is awesome. He just uh, spends time making us sound good, cutting our programs, uh, putting our commercials in, and we're so grateful for him and his work with us. So thanks, Gavin. Big shout out to you, buddy. Um, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader, and I'm in studio with the amazing Kathy Enderbrock and Marlene McMichael. Ladies, it's <laughs> it's October. It's October. This is Eric's birthday month. So this is an exciting month for us. And Marlene, you told us before we got on today, this month is your birthday month. And Coach Carrie, this is Mackenzie's birthday month. So we are all have important days this October. We do. We do. Now, Marlene, you don't like to talk about your birthday, so we're not, we don't have to talk about it, but I do have to ask y'all a question. Okay. Do you have out any fall decor yet? I mean, not I yet. I, wait. I, 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 I do wait till October, but this, this year I'm a little late. So yeah. <laughs> I, well, Marlene, I always love started in the stores in August, you know, I so know. I know. Okay. Marlene, your house is so beautiful. Friend. It is. Which just not only her front porch and her yard, but her home in general is just, I mean, straight out of a magazine. It's gorgeous. Um, but I always love your little fall decor on your porch. So I, I, I hope you get it out soon because I need to come get some joy from your porch. <laughs> <laughs> we can make that happen. We'll okay. do that. All right. Good, yeah. good, good, well, good. I don't know. I, I am, you know, Eric always tells me, baby, when it comes to decorations, if you don't use it, you lose it because he's always looking for something to get rid of and throw away. <laughs> and so. <laughs> I have to get it out or else I cannot justify keeping it. So, yes, my fall decor is out. Okay, good, 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 good. Well, Mackenzie came home briefly this past weekend. Uh, we all, we got our friend group together. We have a, a big group. My, You know, my daughter and my son, they have a mesh together friend group here in Georgetown. And a lot of those friends went to A&M for college. And one friend went to Arkansas for college. And then, of course, you know, Mackenzie and Logan are the oddballs, and they're in Nashville and Longview. Um, but we all met, parents and kids, we all met for the Arkansas A&M game last weekend um, up in Dallas. And so we brought Kenzie home for that. And, oh, it did her heart so good to be with her friends and to just love on her friends. And it did our hearts good to see our girl after all these weeks and, well, months after all these months. And so uh, it was just a great weekend. But my daughter loves, I don't know, it was probably seven or eight years ago. She said, Mom, you don't decorate for fall. I love fall. Can you put out some kind of fall decorations? And um, so about I don't know, seven years ago or so, I, I bought a few things. And so I put those things out. So she was very grateful when she walked in uh, to see a few 
fall decorations at the house because it's uh, it's her favorite thing. So uh, and her birthday's this month, like you guys said. So uh, it, it, I mean, she's twenty. Golly, my girl is twenty this month. I've been a mama for twenty years. That's crazy. That is amazing. Um, well, and I'll tell yeah. you, last when when our first daughter started going to college, some of the more experienced mamas they said, okay, we need to get together and prepare fall gift boxes to send Ooh. to all of our daughters and well, all of our kids. And so I was like, what? You, like you, you send gift packages to college and you fill them with decor and like, that's weird. But it's so they could decorate their dorm rooms and oh. stuff with a little bit of something and, um, like put that's something on the idea. outside of their door. And it was the most fun. And when Aaliyah got that package, she was over the moon, just so, so delighted. And, you know, we put some little, um, pumpkin spice cookies and, and some pumpkin spice tea and, you know, kind of little stuff like that, as well as the decor items. But it was such a fun thing to do to kind of help them spruce up their living space. And so anyway, I'm doing the same thing for Faithy and preparing a little gift box for her. Oh my gosh, I got to do that. Okay, I have I have plans this afternoon. <laughs> do I don't I don't remember including decorations, but I often sent gift boxes of of food or things that she I knew my daughter liked, and she probably wouldn't buy, you know, and yeah. so and cookies. You know, who doesn't like cookies? But, you know, how fun to go and put a little wreath with one of those little command hooks for them to put on the outside of their dorm room door. Just kind of fun. That's so fun. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm doing that this afternoon. I love that idea. (laughs) Anyway, we can... You know, bring joy, um, and it doesn't have to cost a lot. Honestly, you can go to the dollar store and get some things yes. that are inexpensive, and that you can just see that bring you just a little bit of happiness um, throughout your day. So, uh, so very fun. You know, ladies, I have loved our last couple of weeks of programs. Um, it's always great to catch up. I don't know if in our history of Love Talk if we've ever done three programs in a row where it's just been the three love ladies without a guest. Um, and it's been delightful. I've really enjoyed it. I love our guests. I love the things that we do. Um, but just getting caught up with each other and processing through just where we are in our lives right now and how we're bringing glory to God. Our, our theme is, has been, this is the day the Lord has made and let us collectively rejoice and be glad in it. Um, And Marlene, you've put together our program today and it's along the same lines. It just, it it marries perfectly with the past two programs. Kathy, you uh, started, you kicked us off two weeks ago, um, kind of looking at how God orchestrates things well ahead of time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, how he basically when we think of today, God did not throw together today at the last minute like an instant box of cake mix. You know, I mean, he has been planning out today. He has been organizing uh, the events and the circumstances and the relationships and uh, bringing it all together so that when that sun rose this morning, there was a, a a work and a joy and a purpose to the today that he had made for us. And, um, and, and I just love it. I think, you know, we're going to be talking about family today because Marlene just did so many beautiful things with family this summer. And she's going to share some insights about that. You know, I think that sometimes when you say, well, this is the day that the Lord has made, I will rejoice. Well, sometimes, you know, the I, it, it's hard 
to get to, to rejoice. It's hard, especially if we've had bad news or we've been going through some difficulty. But when the we rejoice, we can lift one, one another up. We can encourage one another so that we all can rejoice together. Um, collectively in this day that the Lord has made. And so, and I love last week's program, Coach Carrie, you really addressed loneliness and, you know, that depending on which stage of life that we're in, sometimes we can feel lonely. And so what do we mm-hmm. do then? And so friends, I just encourage you to go to our podcast at Love Talk, just on your favorite um podcast site, Love Talk, all one word network, and you can get last week's program or you can go to our archives at lovetalknetwork.com and uh, pull up those programs as well to, to kind of listen to. And, and so we just launched today in this beautiful program that Marlene has put together. And Marlene, I'm excited about all that you're going to share and kind of um, teach us today and the insights that you're bringing. Wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> That's what we need. Well, we hope it's wisdom. <laughs> but but what, what I want to share is, is really, as you said, an add-on to what we've talked about already, that we are to be intentional about rejoicing in the day. And and I think also intentional about who we do it with and with our family, especially. And so you both know that I, I went to Georgia uh, last month uh, with a cousin from here in Texas. Her name is Jeanette. And we went to Georgia because there are very few female Cousins, for some reason. I'm not sure why. We, we have an abundance of boys in my family. This is, this is on my mother's side. And uh, the boys hunted fish together, and they're making these trips and different things. And, and the girls always kind of whine and say, well, we, when do we get to go? And so I finally decided <laughs> we needed to go. <laughs> and so we went to Georgia because um, this is a branch of the family. Um, Susan and Ronnie live in Georgia, and my Aunt Lucy. There are very few that generation, the aunts and uncles who are still with us. And Aunt Lucy's one of them. She was married to my mother's brother. And he passed very early when when Susan and Ronnie were very young. Even uh, my father passed when I was 15. I'm guessing they were younger than that even. Um, But so they went back to Georgia instead of they moved from Texas and went back to Georgia, which is where my Aunt Lucy is from. And that's where they grew up. So we don't see them very often. And Susan retired this year. And so I thought that was a good opportunity to go see my aunt, but also to celebrate her retirement. So it was a great trip. We spent some time in Savannah, which is beautiful. If you've not been there, that's a fabulous place to go. And we helped my cousin Susan move Aunt Lucy from one care facility to another. Mm. And so we had great cuisine. We we ate at a, a very historic restaurant in Savannah, and it was it was great fun. Uh, and then they let us wander around this building uh, on our own to see all the rooms, and that was special because I've always loved that period of architecture. Um, but mostly, it was- I, I got a pause here, Marlene. Oh, okay, here's one thing I love about you. You love to do a meal right. Like, (laughs) you you know, there are two connotations to that, but go ahead. (laughs) No, what I mean is you, you love the experience of, of not only the environment that you're in, but it's, it's an experience for you. You want to sit and you want to talk and you want to enjoy the person or the people that you're with in a lovely environment and eat great food and you don't rush through it. You, you, 
you savor it. I think we were it. there three hours, so yes. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, say, you savor it. And I think there's something to be said for that. You know, the Europeans do that very well, right? They sit at dinner and they talk and they, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a social event. I think as Americans, a lot of times we're always so busy, you know, with this and that, that we don't sit and enjoy each other. And you find the best places, you do your research, and you just enjoy the time spent and the environment that you're in. So I don't want, I just didn't want to gloss over that when you said you ate great (laughs) cuisine at historic restaurants. Um, That's fun. And I appreciate that about you. All that's true. I spent quite a bit of time finding the restaurants to take my daughter to when we were in the hill country, just the two of us. But the point is that, you know, we've, we have so much to be thankful for in our in our families. No family's perfect, but every family can teach us about God's character and about how absolutely consuming his love is for us. And mm-hmm. and that's the thing I want to focus on today is that God is an all-consuming, all-loving God. And um and I think he desires us to build relationships with our family because and I and I really think that he desires that more today than ever before because this world is very traumatic. And so I know we're getting ready to head into a break. And, and so I think we'll save the verses till we get back from the break. But uh, it, it really is. Think about your extended family and who they are and what they experienced and what they can teach you and how they love the Lord. All of those things are very special. And well, And I mean, Marlene, I would say, you know, for our listeners who are saying, you know, I come from a very traumatic family background or I never even knew my parents. We have, you know, um, Eric's mom was adopted. She never knew her birth mother or her her biological father. And, you know, God basically he whether you have a family that that really is a heritage of those who have feared the Lord and and he has given you that. That is wonderful. Um you know, there are those of us who, who have that blessing. But for those of us who are saying, look, I come from a traumatic family background. I have no family. God has given you a family. He has adopted you into his family. You are a part of mine and Carrie's and Marlene's family because we are our children of God through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, friends, I just want to say, you know, we need to be aware of our family that God has given us, that God has blessed us and be intentional to draw close to that family. And we have to take a break uh, as we go into we wrap up this first segment. We're going to hear from our sponsors who he, who keep Love Talk on the air every single week for, oh gosh, ladies, I think we're at like year 38 now, which is uh, amazing to me. What a work that God has done. Thank you to our sponsors who are so faithful. Friends, you're going to want to stay with us for a family that we cannot live without, and we need to be intentional to press into the family that God has given us. More with the love ladies on Love Talk. Stay with us. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. 
If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Are you looking for a new church home? Or maybe you're new to the area. Either way, we here at First Baptist Church Pflugerville would love to welcome you to visit with us this Sunday at 11 a.m. for our worship service. We have a myriad of different grow groups at 9.30 a.m. And if you need more information, just click the big orange New Here button on our website, fbcpville.org. We hope to connect with you in the near future, and we hope that when you do visit with us, you'll feel like family here. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca, and they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-2580. Or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. You have found the love ladies. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkater in studio with Kathy Andabrock and Marlene McMichael, and we are just so grateful to be sharing this time with you, whether you're listening to us. Um, on the radio at the Bridge Austin, or you're listening to the podcast uh, that you can find on any of the podcast mediums. Um, you can just go and find us at Love Talk, all one word, or whether you're listening to us, you've downloaded us from our website, Love Talk Network. Um, there's all different ways to find the Love Ladies, and we're so grateful that you are with us today. Um, Marlene has written an amazing program today, Family, We Can't Live Without Them, that just piggybacks, just marries perfectly with the programs that uh, Kathy and I um, wrote for the last two weeks on This is the Day the Lord is Made, because Marlene, you've just been so intentional about getting together with family. And I want to read these verses today from the book of Psalm, um, boy, just obviously just amazing scripture here that uh, penetrates our heart in so many ways. Psalm 61, 5, for you, God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. That's a strong word, heritage. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll be discussing that today. And then Psalm 16, verses 5 and 6. O Lord, you are the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. So, Marlene, you have been incredibly intentional um, over the last few months about getting together the girl cousins. The boy cousins have always done things together, hunting and fishing, and they've done their thing. But you wanted to make sure that you got together the girl cousins and visited some um, aging 
uh, <laughs> aunts uh, on that side. And, uh, you know, what a blessing. So you have spearheaded this. Talk about being intentional and what that has meant to you. Well, I, I really do think it's kind of the word the Lord has for me in this season in, is to make re, reconnect with people I've not seen for a while and then also to make connections um, where there weren't. Uh, and in this case, it happened to be family. And and I, I think Kathy's point before we went to break is very valid. Not everybody's family is a heritage that they want to embrace. However, when we come to the Lord, it is his heritage that we embrace, and it is his family that we embrace. And in on this trip, for example, um, it was three girl cousins. We all have daughters who don't know each other very well. So was the trip important? It was in that we not only got to see my aunt and help my uh, cousin move her, which is a very traumatic thing, but we also are now planning a great-granddaughters of Annie reunion. My grandmother was Annie. And so we realized that our daughters would really like each other, but they don't know each other. And so, you know, and in my case, my daughter, when I pass, is going to be alone. I want her to know family. I want her Mm -hmm. to embrace that heritage. Today, many of our youth, don't think much about heritage. Oh, that's the old days. Well, it's the old days that made you who you are. And so I think it's really important. And and so I am grateful every day that God gave me a family, as uh, Psalm 61.5 says, has given me the heritage of those who fear your name. That is my mm-hmm. heritage. And, mm-hmm. and that's a blessing. And even if I don't have parents that I know or parents that did not create that environment, we now have the heritage of God Almighty, and that's pretty important too. Um, so I want to know from what did you do with family that was unplanned and and yet created great blessing in your lives? I can talk to you about something that was not just well, unplanned by me, but it was forced by my mom and dad. Forced. That's forced. strong. Yes. Well, we always had a family dinner together. And it did not matter what amazing plans you had cooked up with your friends or what amazing opportunities and new movie releases or concerts um, <laughs> that you wanted to go to you had to be there for family dinner. That was, even though it was not my priority, it was my mom and dad's priority. And um, so we kind of learned after pushing up against that for a few years and, and seeing, you know, all eight of us push up against that unsuccessfully, that uh, it was just something we had to bend to. And it has been such an anchor it has become such an anchor and you know we've done that with our girls even though I promised that I would never force my children to do what my mom and dad had made us do and you know drop everything and make this a number one priority it has become an anchor for us and those you know family meals in the evening and then um, you know every weekend we have at least one family breakfast whether it's a Saturday morning or a Sunday after church 
you know, we, we, we love breakfast after church. It's one of our favorite things. Uh, it has really enabled us to, to talk and, and to connect and to share and to just, there've been so many cherished, cherished times. And, um, it's, it's so funny because, um, when like Faithy's young man in particular, he came in and, uh, and stayed with us for about uh, three weeks over the summer. And I, I, you know, I was like, Hey, this is what we do. And you will come to the table and you'll eat breakfast with us in the morning at the table. Cause you know, now over the summer we do family breakfast together. And, um, then we would kind of play in the evening for, for dinner. Sometimes we'd have family dinner together, but we were generally doing family breakfast. And it is like the thing that he talks about all the time. Like, I cannot wait to come and see you again and have family breakfast and family meals. And he just loved it. And it was so cool just to be able to see that, um, it's something that initially started as forced with us as kids has just grown into such a blessing with the next generation. I love that. Um, a very wise uh, mentor of mine said that her son called her after a few years of him being an adult. He was he was in his 20s and he just thanked her for making them do family dinner together. And um, I pray that my kids uh, cherish that time as well. I think back on an unexpected blessing for me at some point when I was in college. I know I've told this story before at some point on Love Talk, but at some point when I was in college, I called my grandparents. Those are my dad's parents. They live in deep East Texas. And I, you know, I went to school in Georgetown, Texas. So going to East Texas uh, was a four hour drive for me, but I called them and I said, hey, can I come visit you this weekend? And of course they said, sure. And I uh, just wanted to know when I would be there so that Mama could know what to cook, right? Um, again, <laughs> things revolving around food. But um, that weekend was such a blessing to me. I spent an immense amount of time with my grandpa. I just loved him. He was just so quiet and wise in so many ways. We did. He was He was in his 80s at this point, and we did physical things all day. We chopped wood. We picked pecans. We, um, we went on a bike ride. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this man, he never quit. And at the time, I, I guess I didn't think much about it, but as I got older and especially after he passed away, I thought, what kind of lessons did, did that teach me? Um, about how he was living his life. And um, I I even wrote a whole sermon about it um, because he quietly taught me life lessons that day. He never said, Carrie, this is life lesson number 25. You know, <laughs> yeah, he didn't say that during that time together. But, you know, even in just chopping the wood, I just kind of wanted to haphazardly, you know, put it in a pile and he made sure that I did it properly that I didn't go have to go back and redo it, that we did it right the first time, um, that hard work was a gift. Um, you know, it was just such a blessing to me. And so that was unexpected. I didn't expect to learn lessons that weekend. I just needed some love from my grandparents. But I learned so much about life from that one day um, and a life that they had built together. And I'm so grateful 
that that I did that. And now my son is experiencing that. He's going to college 20 minutes, 20 minutes from his grandparents, uh, pop and grand, my, my husband's parents. And he's spending Sunday afternoons with them. He's taking wow. all kinds of different friends. Um, they're gracious enough. They're cooking dinner on Sunday evening. They plan, I have a whole plan, you know, a meal plan, um, for him and his friends. And holy, I just, I'm so thankful for that, for my, for my kid. He's going to learn a lot. I think that's amazing, and I love it. You know, yeah. my uh, we had times growing up. One of my mom's father and, and mother were farmers, and so our, our we almost ate there every weekend on on Sunday. And the whole family would gather, and this is cousins, aunts, uncles, everybody. And uh, the men would go in the living room, which was very small even, um, by anybody's standards. But they would play dominoes and talk hunt, hunting and fishing and um, crops. <laughs> right, and, right. Uh, and the men were in that room and the women were all around the dining room ta- table, which also was a very small room. And they would talk babies and sewing and, and things like that. Well, at, while I was with my cousins, I was in a separate room doing whatever. And um, I could hear them talking. And I thought, my goodness, we've become our mothers. Yes. <laughs> because they were talking about children and just just life. And um, but there's so much comfort in that. Yeah. And you know that's what your your kids are experiencing with your your own traditions. But um, the other thing was seeing how much my aunts loved the Lord and the Word mm. of the Lord. And we moved her into a new facility. And if you have not had parents or grandparents that have had to go through that process. It's very traumatizing. She, when we got her there, she was very disoriented and she, she, she kept saying, she sat down in her chair while we were unpacking boxes and different things. And, but she kept calling her daughter over to say, where is the middle of the Bible? I want the exact middle of the Bible. And she probably said that 10 times. And Mm. I tried to distract her by, just quoting a psalm that I like, and Susan tried to distract her, but no, she kept, I want the exact middle of the Bible. And, well, this is the verse that's in the middle of the Bible. It's in Psalm 103, 1 and 2. It says, praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Mm. And that one of those benefits is family. But the amazing thing was we we knew she was getting a little agitated, so uh, Jeanette and I walked out so that Susan could say goodbye to her. Well, she wanted Susan to get down on the floor so that they were eye level, mm. and she took that Bible and put it over her head and prayed for her. Oh. I thought, oh. well, that's a prayer that she'll never forget. Wow. <laughs> and, but it was wow. just, it was so appropriate that God is our center in all of that. And, um, Plus the fact that, you know, and I, I'll quote this verse and, and then let you guys talk. But First Timothy 5.8 talks about if someone does not provide for his own, especially his own family, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Mm. And that's why it's so important to not forget your elders and not forget that extended family because you don't know when you will need them or they will need you. And um, I'll say that. And so I want to ask each of you, um, 
how can we provide for our own family, particularly if they're far away, because families aren't close in proximity as much as they used to be. So if they're far away, how do you provide for them and how do you reach out to that extended family that you don't see every day or every year even? Well, I, you know, this is one of the things that I love about uh, social media and um, just the Internet and the connectivity that it allows us to have. And I would say in the same breath, it sometimes does put that extra time burden where, Marlene, I believe you like you said, we have to be intentional because, um, you know, we can all of our time can get so gobbled up by trying to stay connected. And so we have to really consider um, not what are we staying connected to, but who are we staying connected to? And I've never you know, I've, I've always been one that calls my mom just because she has so much wisdom. And I call my dad because he has so much wisdom. And, you know, uh, my mom has when it comes to just counseling and and emotions and the right thing and sound decisions and evaluating circumstances, she just has so much wisdom, especially in biblical wisdom. And my daddy, I you know, it, there is something that God has specially gifted in his heart about the right thing to do when you're trying to figure out the right thing to do. Uh, he just kind of cuts through all of the nonsense and really helps uh, narrow the focus and, and, and highlight on what the right thing is. And so for me, it's I've just I've gotten a new awareness with faith now being gone and all my kids being gone, how much I love it when I actually get a phone call. It's like, oh, my goodness. Like they're calling me and then how intentional I have to be in keeping in contact with them to let them know that I'm still cheering for them. I'm rooting for them. I'm thinking of them. I'm praying for them. And so I send my girls these little scriptures via text and, um, you know, and then I let them know what my schedule is so that, you know, if they have time to call, I'm going to be able to receive their call. Um, but I have learned as well that we have to keep in contact and be aware of what is going on in the lives of those, especially who are older than us, as well as staying connected to brothers and sisters. And, and, and it is hard for me because I have so many brothers and sisters and such a bigger family. But, you know, I mean, Marlene, your verse kind of cuts down to it that, you know, we are responsible for providing. And I don't think that's a financial I mean, it can be a financial provision, but I think it's an emotional provision, a spiritual provision as well, that we are meant to come together as a family and build one another up. It's a big calling. A calling. It's true. You know, I I have to admire my mom. Um, she's been a widow now for four years, and she's been so intentional about staying in contact with her her. Her mom's side of the family, um, her mom's, her mom has passed uh, many years ago, but there's one sibling that still left her uncle. And she's been so intentional about calling him and checking on him. And um, I, I so admire that in her and, and how she's so intentional about staying in touch and in contact. I, I want to throw in here the family that's not blood. You know, we all have, well, I, I maybe not all of us, but um, I, I pray that you have some people in your life that have been with you through thick and thin that are not blood, but they're your 
they're your family. You consider them your family. We have two couples here in Georgetown that we've known for many years. Um, one was our neighbor um, 15 years ago, and now uh, that we've both moved, we're neighbors again, which is amazing. Um, and then a friend of mine that we've walked through life for 20 years together, her family and our family, and those two couples, no matter what, like, they're my family. They're my blood. They're, they're not my blood, but we've just walked through so much together. Um, cancer diagnoses, uh, kit difficulties with, with kids, um, joys, sorrows. Um, and so those people can be just as close as family and you've spent holidays together and you just, you just do life together. And, and I so appreciate those relationships and those friendships. Um, but Marlene, you're right. Even those ones that are close to us, we still have to be intentional, right? About, um, planning and about spending time together. Um, I, I once heard a story about these two guys that they, they were neighbors and they made it a point that every day, they got together for a walk and they just did life together that way. Um, we need that. We need that. And I love that you're digging into your heritage. And I, I think a lot of our listeners can really identify. You said when you're gone, your daughter will have to carry that on. And, um, that, you know, she's not married. She hasn't had children of her own, but knowing that heritage and what you have cultivated and been intentional in cultivating will stay with her forever, and she will be able to continue that. Well, and I think it's also important that at that when at that season that she has people that she calls family she yeah. can call. You know, mm-hmm. she's not she's not ever alone if you've got family. You mm-hmm. know, um, and sometimes we are able to help physically, and sometimes. There's nothing we can do except pray. Sure. But we we have to understand that our prayers do a great thing. They avail much, as the scripture says. Um, our prayers are the provision and the connection to God's almighty power. And so, you know, one of the things that happens in both sides of my family have these extended text chains where every cousin's on it. And in, in my father's side, it's not it's it's the the third, fourth, and fifth removed cousin, and it's wow. my uh, uh, my father's cousins. Um, and the whole purpose of that is to stay in touch and to stay connected and to make sure uh, we remember the heritage that God gave us. I know yesterday one family uh, texted and said, you know, we just found out that my wife has cancer. And so everybody – we will be praying, we will be praying, we will be praying. Mm-hmm. On the other side, they were texting about the upcoming reunion. And some of those people who are family, but they're 90 plus years old, are texting back, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because Aww. they are alone and they want to feel like they are connected to the next generation. And so I think that that's really important. And But I also think that God does the same thing. He gave us his word, which is his text chain to us. Mm. And 
His word tells us that more than anything else, he wants a family, and that family's us. And so God's not distant from us ever. And even in times of trouble, he cares deeply for us. He's near to us. He cares enough to involve himself in everyday things. You know, in our text chains, a lot of times it's like I want to turn it off because it's it's football scores and it's, it's <laughs> <Fred and laughs> barbecue today. And, you know, I don't care what they barbecue today. I really don't. But I love the fact that they wanted to tell me or tell yeah. them, you know. Yeah. And so God's the same way. He wants us more than anything else in the world to be his family. Mm. He, you know, Kathy, in your program a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about the day is intentional. God started an eternity ago for this day to make us his family. That is it. so true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and I love what you say that, you know, this text chain, like the the Bible is God's little text chain to us to, you know, kind of encourage us to help us to share relationship with us to walk out relationship with us to speak to us. And, um, and you know, you said that you also pray for one another when you're going mm. through difficult times. And, you know, it just reminds me that even the Bible says that Christ is standing at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. Like Christ himself is praying for us. And so I love that what we're going through, good or bad, um, or the mundane, that Christ is right there kind of pointing us out to the father and sharing his prayers and his desires and his words, speaking them over us and lifting them up to his father for us. And I just think that's so incredible that what we can do when we pray together, we are being just like Christ when we do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Friends, we have one more segment of a love talk with the love ladies as we discuss today family. Um, We can't live without them. And just this legacy of love and being intentional with those around us, um, our blood relatives, as well as those that we consider family, that uh, we're not born into our families. When we return to Love Talk, we'll have more family. We can't live without them. We'll have more with the Love Ladies right after this. Don't wait. Score the best deal on the home of your dreams at the three-time awarded Community of the Year Santa Rita Ranch. With top-rated amenities and school districts, our 20 available move-in ready homes priced from the 200s won't last long. See for yourself why 2,000-plus neighbors love life at the ranch. For more information, visit us at SantaRitaRanch.com. SantaRitaRanch.com. 
Are you recovering from an injury, need to regain your health, or simply want to improve your golf swing? HeartFlex can help. HeartFlex is an innovative exercise tool for all fitness levels. Made in the USA, HeartFlex has helped countless Texans improve their fitness by increasing strength, boosting circulation, maximizing flexibility and endurance, and speeding recovery from surgery. It's small, portable, and lightweight. HeartFlex can be used standing, sitting, or lying down. No springs or rubber bands to snap back and cause injury. At less than $40, shipping is free and has a 30-day money-back guarantee. Nothing can stop you from improving your health today. You can learn more and to order yours, visit HeartFlexUSA.com. That's HeartFlexUSA.com. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. You're here with the Love Ladies, Coach Carrie Brinkader here with Kathy Enderbrock and Marlene McMichael. You know, I just have to reflect upon our last few weeks together, and I'm so grateful and thankful that you've chosen to join us. And I'm so grateful and thankful for Marlene and Kathy that they're so wise and that we can bounce things off of each other. We can discuss hard topics. We can just... um do this thing called life together and even the smallest details matter and Marlene you've you've reminded us that the God who created the universe who has orchestrated our lives um, from the beginning of time cares about what is going on in our daily lives he cares about who we are day to day. And even when we're feeling overwhelmed or we're feeling like this little thing doesn't matter, it matters to God. And there's these beautiful verses um, in the New Testament and the Old Testament that show us that God does care about the smallest details in our lives. Help us understand that, Marlene. It's what I call a father's love. I mean, it's familial love. It means, and I know there's divorce, and I know that there's death, and I know that there are good parents and bad parents, but God is good all the time. And that kind of love doesn't go away, and it cares about the most um, inconsequential things in our lives. I will never forget that I found a a drawing. It was a sketch. It wasn't even a picture, but it was a sketch of a dress that I saw in a newspaper when I was traveling and speaking different places. And um, I said, oh, that's such a pretty dress. I love the line of that. My mother was an excellent seamstress. She didn't hear me say that. The lady at whose house I was staying sent that to my mother, and my mother stayed up all night making that dress. Just, Just from a sketch. 
And that is a love. And and I was going on a major trip to Washington, D.C. And so she stayed up all night because I needed it the next day. And and the, the point is, she cared enough that that love could never be broken. I mean, and so that's, that's the thing that I want people to understand is that God's love is not just some supreme being sitting up on a cloud in heaven. It's a familial love. It will never leave us. It is unchanging and all-consuming for us. And you know, even when we don't have that, you know, I have friends that have had upbringings that are less than stellar, Right. That, you know, mom was emotionally absent. Dad was physically absent, whatever. We know we can fall back on or not not fall back on. We can look to our heavenly father who does absolutely care about those things. And we are incredibly blessed if we have had a parent that loves us um, unconditionally but also know that we can change the course of our lives. We can change that and make a new generation of family that does look to the father. We can be the start of something great and a heritage that is great for those that come after us. And that is a true blessing as well. You know, I think it reflects on that, on that scripture, Marlene, that, that you said. And I mean, Carrie, I think this just ties exactly in with what you're saying that, that scripture that's in Psalm 103 that says, praise the Lord, oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And, you know, ladies, when we're talking about it, this is a, a no matter what love. It's a, a no matter what, no matter what you do, no matter how much you fail, no matter how much you mess up, God loves you. Now, is he going to want you to continue to mess up? Is he going to want you to continue to fail? No, he wants our feet on solid ground. He wants us to know his love. It's a transformational love. It's a life-giving love. Mm-hmm. And that no matter what kind of love that he pours out on us, it's pure and it's holy and it's good. It doesn't corrupt. It doesn't hurt, but it builds up. And, uh, you know, I just, I think that there are so many benefits when we talk about forget not all his benefits. Mm-hmm. I think we tend to put God in this box and go, oh, he just wants to offer us eternal life. Well, you know, I think that if all it was about was eternal life, that the minute we confessed his son as Lord, we would probably die and just go straight to heaven. It, it's eternal life. It is, it is in our hand. He gives it to us for the here and now. And there are so many benefits when we enter into that family of God, that no matter what love that he pours out on us and the power that he offers us, the transformational power, the love, the kindness, the gentleness, the the patience, the goodness, everything that he's pouring out on us. Like you said, it is a life changing love. And there are so many benefits that we can reflect on as we press into that love and become part of his family. And I love, Marlene, that you say this is a familial love. It is a the best family that you could ever imagine having kind of love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it's the little things, you know, that um, Matthew 10 talks about um, the sparrows and that they, one can't fall to the ground without our Godfather's, uh, Father God's care. And even the very hairs on our head are numbered. 
God is so intimate. He wants to be so intimately involved in our lives that the tiniest things we ask him to be with us in or, or intervene on. And, and he, I mean, I remember we had very little money when I was growing up and my mother took me to buy a coat, a new winter coat. And, and, but she said, I had to ask dad if it was okay. So I put it on when we got home and, uh, I, and I said, dad, can I keep it? And he said, do you want it? And I said, yes. And he said, then you can keep it. It's one of my mm. favorite memories of my father. Mm. Um, it was a stretch, but it gave him joy to say, you can keep it. And that's mm-hmm. the way God is with us. He is there not to be our servant, but to be our father, God. Mm-hmm. But he wants a family. And we can, he only gets a family if we let him be our God. Mm-hmm. Marlene, you told us a beautiful story in the break uh, about a friend of yours and her little daughter. And I, it, it, it paints a beautiful picture of our Savior. Can you... You tell us that story. I, 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 we all cried during the break, so we are, <laughs> and I promise I won't again because every yeah. time I uh, think of it, I do cry. But it, this was a little five-year-old girl, and um, she had a bad day at school where she had some behavior problems. So when she got home, her mom was sitting down to talk to her about it, and um, she says, oh, God doesn't love me anymore. And her mom said, no, God always loves you. It doesn't matter what you do. God always loves you. It, and she said, he loves me like daddy loves me. Oh, my God. And she said, yes, daddy will always love you and God will always love you. So she posts this picture of, she tells the story, but she posts a picture of her daughter on Facebook who's on the very top of the back of the couch, pointing, stretching her arm up as far as she can with her little pinky crooked in the, you know, and um, she said, what are you doing? She said, I'm thanking God that he loves me so much and I'm pinky promising I won't be bad again. And (laughs) my goodness, God must have had a joyous day on that day to see a five-year-old pinky promise to be good and to love him and Mm -hmm. to thank him for loving her. Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I, I saw this thing. Um, it was a quote by Elizabeth Elliot. It, and it said, we, if we believe that God is faithful in the big things, we have to believe that he's faithful in the small things because it is we, not God, who see things as little or big. That's oh, right. it is we that see things as little or big. Wow. Wow. That is super powerful because I think sometimes we we think, oh, I, I can't take this to the Lord. It's just, um, you know, a I, I don't know. And it's just a meeting with my girlfriends. I'm just doing coffee, but we're talking about, you know, this Bible study or whatever, like or we're just talking about our kids. Like we don't take that every day to the Lord. But holy cow, when we look through the lens of God, every single thing that we do is important to him. Yes. And um, that is that is really powerful. Well, Marlene, you've put together this amazing program for us. Thank you so much. Any closing words about family and um, how we can't live without them? 
I would just say treasure your family, whether they're big or small. Um, they are your blood and your heritage. Um, and as you've pointed out, Carrie, we can have family that are not blood. Um, you know, my mother was widowed three times, so I had two stepfathers and my father. And and now I have a third father, a fourth father, excuse me. Uh-huh. And he's 92. And uh, I called him just yesterday and he said, oh, daughter, I'm so glad to hear from you. Oh, and um, so we can we can have family, even if God has chosen a different path for that family. Absolutely. Friends, uh, wow, what a powerful program. We love you and we encourage you in the almighty goodness and graciousness of God the Father. Um, He loves you and he wants to know you. Uh, We encourage you to go find a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where you can find a community who is like-minded and that wants to know the goodness of the Father and all that he gives us. Uh, friends, if you want to contact us, find us on the socials, Love Talk. You can find us at uh, Instagram, Facebook, and um, on our podcast. For Marlene McMichael and Kathy Enderbrock, you are our family, and we'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you next time right here on Love Talk. <laughs>